Greetings, listeners. You're listening to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. I am one of your hosts, Tenant Mike. And I'm the other host, Landlord James. And a friendly reminder, we are the only podcast in the business that asks the question, can a landlord and tenant be friends? <laughs> I think our chances are very high. Oh, or are they? <laughs> Maybe they're in... <laughs> They're in jeopardy maybe, here. Maybe they're in jeopardy here. Do, 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 do. <laughs> ever see, I like to see, uh, I like to watch Jeopardy, and sometimes you ever notice when Alex Trebek, uh, they take a little pause, and he gets to know the contestants? Yeah. And their answers, when they talk about their lives, they seem so boring. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it would be interesting if they said if they're a landlord or a tenant. I would love that. Maybe that's a pitch we can make to Alex Trebek. Uh, do a whole week of landlords and tenants competing. Yeah, I was just kidding. Well, he is... I mean, we probably could get in contact. He is Canadian. If It's not that yeah. silly of an idea. No, I was fully kidding. I mean, I didn't think they'd actually hmm, I like it. ask if they're a landlord well, or I like a tenant. It. I like it. So how are you doing, James? Uh, not uh, bad. Episode number four. Got any? Uh, are you? Do you have the nerves? Four on the floor. I don't know. Uh, I've, I've got a bit of. I've got a. No, I don't have any nerves. Do you? The Fab Four also. Uh, the Beatles. The Beatles. Uh, I don't have any nerves. I'm just glad. I feel like I've hit my groove. Oh, you yeah. ever feel that? Sometimes you're like, oh, I'm, I'm hitting my groove. Oh, you mean like as a podcast host? or As a podcaster or even in life sometimes. Really? You feel like you hit your groove? Yeah. I had a pretty good week. Um, I asked a certain someone on a date. Oh, how'd it go? she said yes. Well, she said yes, but then on, on Saturday night, uh, last minute, she canceled uh, <clears throat> family emergency. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What was the emergency? She didn't say. Oh, uh, do you think she made that up? No, no. Okay. But I feel, I'm just, I feel like I'm hitting my groove. I asked a woman out, which is a big step for me. It's good. I'm feeling like I'm really getting my my pod on. If you need help with that, I can lend you a book that really is helpful. It gives you helpful advice on how to ask women out and that kind of thing. Um, I'd love to read it. What's it called? Uh, uh, The Game, it's called. And it's basically just, uh, just gives you good tips on how to talk to people and that kind of thing. What was that other book you mentioned that you, you were like, telling me to read something about a, a ape or a oh 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 yeah um, there's a book you gorilla mindset the gorilla mindset the gorilla mindset yeah just all about being an alpha alpha dog and huh. uh um is it and it's, mike cernovich yeah oh it's uh yeah you know it's just i'm all about being alpha being you know walking into a room and owning that room you know what yeah, i mean yeah because that's and, like uh, i don't i must admit i don't really I don't feel comfortable in that role. No, but, check uh, these out. Check these maybe out. Maybe I'll read these two books immediately. And start listening to metal. Uh, uh, maybe I'll uh, put that one on the sounds back burner. Like a, sounds like a joke, but it gets you going. It gets you going. It gets you in the right headspace. Really? So um, you came up with a little uh, game for us to play off the top here? Or? Yeah, I thought we, we always have a little fun segment off the stop, uh, start of the show, and listeners seem to like that. So I thought we could uh, do a little game called... Um, uh, the favorite memory, worst memory. Oh, okay. And uh, basically, it says exactly what it does. We uh, take turns uh, telling each other our favorite memory in life and then our worst memory in life. Uh, we will get to know a little bit more about each other as a landlord and a tenant, and the audience will get to know uh, a lot more about us, too. What do you say? Excellent, excellent. Okay, well, uh, I'll go first. Sure. So remember, it's favorite memory, then worst memory. Uh, my favorite memory is when I inherited a multi-million dollar building from an <laughs> uncle I didn't even know I had, 
and I went, you know, did not go to school for anything. <laughs> I have no yeah. qualifications, and I basically just became a millionaire overnight. And you're set for life. Set right? for life. Set for I'll, life. Yeah, I've got this building now, so I'm good. So that was probably my favorite memory when I found that out. And worst memory, the worst thing I can think of that happened to me is when I was like 17. Yeah. I was playing basketball. When I was 17. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I was playing basketball with um, some friends and I sort of jumped to catch a rebound and I tripped sort of and I slid and ended up sort of my knee skidding right on the court and I, I really badly uh, uh, kind of uh, scraped my, my leg. So, so I just had a big scratch on my leg. So that's your uh, worst memory in life? Yeah, yeah, like I think so. Ever... It was like a bur- like you know when a okay. like a burn almost like it. it yeah, scratched no, my, I know what you right mean. Up, right on my knee. Yeah. And it, it was it, it hurt. Huh. Wow. Um, can I? Should I? Go? Yeah, please. All right. Uh, my favorite memory. Easy. The day I became a big brother. Went to the hospital with my parents, and out out, out popped uh, my little brother David, and. Uh, just even thinking of it now makes me smile. Uh, it was the best memory of my life. Worst memory was my accident at the rock climbing gym. Um, for some reason, now I'm a big rock climber guy, and uh, I usually I'm all about safety. It's one time a couple years ago. I was climbing. I, I was like, uh, I guess I was trying to impress people. I didn't wear a helmet. Lost my footing. Bonked my noggin right on the ground. I had to go to the hospital. I lost... Um, my memory for a couple days had to relearn to walk and uh i still have a sort of constant sort of like humming pain in the back of my head and the doctors say that i probably won't ever go away so that's my worst memory i was trying to impress a woman so wow to climbing the rock needless to say she wasn't very impressed yeah she sees this (laughs) dumb idiot on the ground i was crying on the ground oh wow yeah that is pretty bad Uh, so so uh that's your worst memory though scraping your knee yeah i mean no one in your family's ever like uh died you've never witnessed like uh well my uncle died but it was good okay for me yeah you've uh no not really you never huh Huh. no yeah but it you know yeah you've been sick you've never been sick or no no not really I mean, I get a I have stuffy nose or something, but... No, but that's not... Or a car crash? You've never been in a car crash? No, no. Because I've had that too, but I think my car crash it takes a backseat to my gym rock climbing accident. Oh, why? Um, I hurt myself more in the rock climbing one. The My car crash was I hit a tree in, in the dark one time and uh, sort of messed up my abdomen. Oh. But it's not as bad. That kind of... Uh, I'm in constant pain in my head. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, so that was fun. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. A good Favorite segment. memory, worst memory. Worst memory. Maybe do that one again. Yeah. <laughs> very fun. Um, all right. Well, um, we've got a very exciting guest coming up. We do, we do, we do. So uh, we'll uh, take a quick break and be right back on the Landlord-Tenant Pod Mess. Welcome back. You're listening to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I am Tenant Mike. And I'm Landlord James. Certainly are, James. <laughs> so, um, in the building, um, when you go in the entrance, 
Someone um, recently put up a note mm-hmm. asking everyone to keep it down at night. I also noticed uh, a similar note in the elevator. Yeah, just asking everyone, please keep it down at night. So we thought, hey, this is interesting. This this could be an interesting, you know, guess. Who, who's behind the note? Let's get to know them. Yes, exactly. So we found her and we've got her on the podcast. Uh, please welcome. Um, sorry, what was your name? Chi Chi. Chi Chi. Hi, Chi Chi. Uh, welcome to the pod, miss. Well, thank you. For the record, my name is not really Chi Chi, but I'm telling you it's Chi Chi for the purpose of the podcast because I don't want to be a target for hate crimes. Fair enough. It's hmm. not nice uh, to be a target of hate crimes. No. That's true. Um, people on the left on Twitter are constantly uh, tweeting me with their garbage, but uh, we'll move along from that. So, uh, Chi-Chi, um, what's your problem, basically? You're very, yeah, you're very adamant about, uh, we see these, these posts all over the building at least twice a week. Well, hey, look, I think I'm just exercising my uh, rights as a tenant to tell people that I uh, can't sleep at night. I'm a very light sleeper, and, uh, you know, the walls are very thin in this place. The floors are very thin. Cheaply built. It's exactly cheaply built. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for the other tenants in this building. I don't make a big uh, noise all the time. I don't, I'm not always up all hours making a racket, but everybody else is. Nobody uh, considers how I have to get up very early in the morning to go to my very important job. What, where, where do you work? I work, um, well, actually, I actually work for Yves Veggie Products. Oh. oh, yummy. I love those. They have a nice um, soy turkey, yeah, soy chicken. Yeah, typical. You put it in a little tortilla mm-hmm. shell, and there you go. I'm what you call a meatitarian. They <laughs> only eat meat. Um, well, isn't that a uh, carnivore? Isn't that what that is? Whatever. So, um, this is Chi-Chi. And uh, Chi-Chi, why don't you tell us about uh, this note that you've posted in the building? Well, I mean, I've been putting up with, uh, with everybody else's noise for a long time, and I haven't slept in, uh, like, four days. So I'm at my wit's end, and I decided that I should say something about it. So I put up a note listing all the noises that I would appreciate not hearing after 9.30 at night. And those noises include... Um, Stomping, jumping, uh, coughing loudly. Clapping is on there as well. Tapping, uh, banging, clanging. Blowing was on there. I guess there were some balloons or uh, tooting of a trumpet. Buzzing, tooting was on there. Um, uh, Shushing, shushing other people. I appreciate shushing, but not incessantly. Uh, I see squeezing. Squeezing, squeaking, um, uh, squirting, uh, just about every noise that you could think of. Honking, bonking, uh, scratching, um, uh, whining. uh, I saw dining on there as well. Dining loudly, specifically. Scraping, squeaking squeaking hooting 
hooting is on there. Also, uh, uh, jangling. Uh, you, you put jangling, but I noticed there's no uh, jingling didn't make the list. I forgot jingling, but it should be on there. I did put dingling and dangling. So that's quite a list so, of so noises. Basically, are, the, the the regular types of noises we all make uh, all the time. So these are the noises that are keeping you up at night and stopping you from sleeping. Yes. It's kind of uh, extensive. Well, it's a cacophony for sure. It's sort of a like a nightmare symphony that you hear in uh, your head all the time. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it, Michael. That's a good way of putting it, but... It's not any kind of symphony that I would want to dance to. I don't find the building that that loud. I, I must confess, I also don't find it that loud. Um, sometimes parties keep me up at night, but that's to be expected. That you're not invited to? Well, uh, we've been over that. Um, yeah, because like it, it, so it seems like you're hearing a lot. I mean, Michael, you don't have this problem. Uh, no, I think I hear as just as much as any regular man hears. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm. I don't think I'm better than anyone or less than than anyone. Oh, well, that's surprising. Why do you say that? Because I hear Michael talking to himself in his room and what? talking to his mom. What do I... Whoa, where, what do you, where, are you in the hallway or something? I don't something? talk to myself, really. I mean, I sort you of... You talk to yourself and then you talk to your mom. You say... You practice the things that you're going to say to your mom before you, you say them to her. <laughs> Then you say them on the phone. No, I don't. That's oh insane. Oh, my God. Like what? He says I'm... that he's better. He literally says that he's better than everyone. And he practices saying it. And then he calls her up and says, hey, Mom, what are you doing? Uh, and then basically, in a roundabout way, gets to say that he's better than everyone. Uh, it's a joke that I have with my mom. You guys don't understand. He's very arrogant. He doesn't come off that way because he's a, a, a lefty Lucy that's how he wants everyone to believe, but really he's what? a righty tidy. Oh my God! What I, else does he? Uh, what else does he say? I think your uh, I think your super hearing is uh, making your brain turn to mush. Yeah, do you yeah. Do you have like you, you hear really well? Yeah, I, I hear. Well, I hear too well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> too well for my own, you know, to, to be really able to function in society yeah, properly. Because you're saying you're lying in bed trying to sleep, and you can. How many floors are, are, are higher are you than Michael? Sixteen. So you're sixteen Wait. floors up, and you can, and you hear, can hear Michael me, you can in hear his apartment, al- allegedly uh, bragging to my mom from sixteen floors up. Yeah. Well, Come on. It's you. You. Put on this very boastful voice when you're when you're bragging to your mother. I guess you feel that you need to impress her. Can you? So how do you know it's coming from Michael's apartment? You must have like amazing hearing. I well, I do. I have my hearing is in the one hundred and fiftieth percentile. So that's like a dog's hearing. You can hear as well as. Well, I don't know. I've never, I've, I've never talked to a dog about how well they can hear, but I can hear very yeah. well. I can hear. Well, uh, I can hear bugs in the ground when I'm in the well, park. If you can hear bugs uh, living in this building, must be a nightmare because it is uh, a nightmare. Lots of bugs here, and someone refuses to get an exterminator. Wait, to you're take going care on about it. bugs, and she's. We're talking to a woman who has the sort of greatest hearing in humankind. Like, I can't believe this. You can hear, like, that's, you know, that kind of is annoying because you're writing this note, oh, everybody please keep it down. Maybe you should turn, you know, 
Keep your ears down. Look, I there's sounds going on all the time that I know that people can't control. Like I can hear your food going through your Good system. Good lord. Right now. I know that I, you ate something really greasy and I cuz I can hear it sliding it's a through, fried the, egg. through the tubes. Good lord. And it makes me want to gag. And I know that people can't control that, but oh. there are noises that they can control. And I think that it, it's just considerate to just, you know, just keep it down a little bit. Have so a little bit of consideration. Don't eat anything? That, that is amazing. I feel so sorry for you that you can hear anything happening in James's, uh, frankly, uh, unsavory body. I would hate to hear anything happening in his body, but I've sure, sure heard things happening uh, that he can control. Yeah, me too. Such as? You're always, you're always tooting. Oh, get a life, Michael. Oh, my God. I mean, don't get me started on toots and uh, pooping and going to the... And going to... And all manner of going to the bathroom. I know when everybody is going to the bathroom all the time. So, That's why I posted the note. Like, can you at least try to hold it for the night? If you can't hold it for the night, at least, you know... If it's mellow, if it's yellow, let it mellow. And if it's brown, let it mellow for the night. You're going back to bed. You don't need to flush the toilet. So, so what torments you at night, if I if I understand correctly, is that you can hear everyone's digestive systems yes. uh, uh, burbling and yes. shaking and uh, twinkling, and that keeps you from getting to sleep. Yes, I feel sick, I feel nervous, and I've got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and drive all the way to Oakville so that I can come up with some other kind of meat to simulate, simulate, not simulate. Good Lord. I mean, I feel for you. Yeah. But, I mean, I, as <laughs> I the, don't know. as the owner of this building, like... I don't really know what to say. I mean, you can't... Add, I mean, your I think, hearing is outrageous. I think you have... What, You're a freak. You probably have a disability, and that means that James, by law, has to uh, sort of no, it accommodate doesn't. that. No, it doesn't. He should There's be putting, no law that you have to be, do things for the disabled, May I Michael? speak? He yeah. should be, if you're disabled, James should be soundproofing the walls and the ceiling and the carpet in your apartment. Period. There, there is no law Thank you, Michael. for the disabled that I'm aware of in a building. Do I do, so I do not have to do that, and I will not be doing that. Sorry, Chi-Chi. Is there any other funny things you hear Michael doing in his apartment? Uh, I think we've uh, I think we've heard enough about my apartment. Okay, well, we don't have to keep picking on Michael James, the landlord, because there's certainly enough... Uh, there's enough uh, shit to sling at you, that's for sure. Oh, oh I'd like to hear some of that. Uh, uh, let's hear some of that shit you're slinging at James. Well, I mean, we, you know, we've all, we know about him, you know, licking his lips and... What? I don't lick my lips. Yeah, you go from floor to floor licking your lips. You belong behind bars. Wait a second, you can James. hear me licking my lips. Yeah, licking your lips. Uh, looking for girls. Oh, that's floor. not true. I'm not looking for girls. I'm probably doing a patrol. Uh, yeah, patrolling for pussy. Oh, that's what you say to yourself. I do Wait, not. He says you, that you, out you, loud. I do not believe. He's disgusting. He's absolutely disgusting. What does he say? He what does he say? He walks around at nighttime, licking his lips, going like, "I'm James, uh, Officer James on 
Pussy Patrol. Oh, reporting okay. for duty. First of all, how are you? How are you hearing this? Uh, how am I hearing it? Because yes. I have the best ears in the world. Do you know how many specialists I've been to? No. I've, I'm in medical textbooks. They sent me to Spain. To Whoa! The top ear doctor. You saw the top ear doctor in Spain? That guy is amazing. Doctor, what was his name again? Um, Shan. Dr. Shan. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> what did Dr. Shan say? He said, Chi-Chi, I can't believe how good your ears. Oh, my God. Wow. High praise. Yeah. From Dr. Shan. Do you know, uh, he's the foremost uh, ear doctor in the world. So, does Dr. Shan, did he teach you methods to maybe uh, help you get along in the world that's so full of noises? Well, I mean, most of the time he did his best to try to protect me. He, um, uh, he just, um, he would uh, uh, tape uh, the cushions to either side of my head and... Um, Such a good doctor. And uh, he would put me uh, in his car in his garage and keep me there so that I wouldn't be bothered by the noises of the village. Oh, my God. Good God. What, how are the noises in Spain different from the noises you'd find in a place like downtown Toronto? Because I think a lot of our listeners would love to know that. Well, there's... Well, I mean, it's basically the same, except there's always kind of a chicken. There's always a chicken. Wow. So, if I may be so bold, uh, Chi-Chi, um, did you have a romantic relationship with Dr. Shan? I mean, you, you're living with him in Spain. Don't be disgusting, James. That's all you ever think about is sex, sex, sex. Yeah, James. How the hell you... No, it's not. Well, look, how when, would you, you, know that or think when that? you work that closely, when somebody stares into your ears and says, oh, my God, it's the galaxy, it's in your ears, you, how, I mean, no man has ever been that enthralled by me, has ever understood me before. It's very hard to meet somebody who understands you. If and someone ever said that to me, and I'm a regular guy, I get hard as a rock. Well, he did. For almost two years. He had a two-year erection? Well, t- I... <laughs> it's okay, Gigi. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Did, it, did he not make it? No, he, um... <clears throat> he had to go... Uh, back for a special assignment. Um, I was, he was, he had to go away on a special assignment. Okay. Oh, that's awful when your doctor has to, so, has to do that. Your, your doctor, Shan, had an erection for two years and then had to leave on a special assignment. I mean, did you love him or something? Like, yes, I mean, he didn't, like, I mean, his erection went up and down because I was having Sex with it, but whoa! Oh, so you did have a uh, you did have a relationship with Doctor Shan. We're gonna have to put the explicit warning on this uh, episode. Act for, actually, yeah, you should. Um, but I mean, like, I mean, the, uh, of course, love is going to grow when you're the only person that 
that person sees for two years, and you spend most of your time inside of a, a garage in a in a villa that's in a very um, secluded village in Spain. Seems like an unconventional way to treat a patient, but I guess I mean he's the expert, not me. Well, exactly. My God. And he had a special. He said he was going for a special assignment one day, and. Uh, he never came back. Sorry. Do you ever email or try to re- get in touch, send a message or something? I, I don't know. I don't know how to reach him. I, I've tried looking for him on the internet, but he all record of his existence has been wiped clean. He's gone. Say, uh, did you ever go to that tomato fight they do in Spain where everyone gets naked and throws tomatoes at each other and then it's a big, big mess, but it's all done in the spirit of fun? No, I haven't. I didn't go. I spent most of my time in Spain inside of Dr. Shan's garage. Because that tomato fight, uh, do you know what I'm talking about, Yeah, James? I've seen videos. It looks so fun and it looks yeah. all, everyone gets all gooey and uh, yeah, it looks a, like they're bleed. Like, it looks like a... Looks like everyone's covered in blood, like there's been a massacre, but actually they're just throwing tomatoes at each other. Well, to be honest, Michael, it doesn't sound like something I would enjoy. Well said. Right. So did you move from Spain? So Dr. Shan left. You're living in this garage. And what, did you move to Toronto after that? And is that when you moved to the building? Oh, some uh, people from the consulate were looking for me, and they found me in Dr. Shan's uh, garage. Wow. <clears throat> and then you you settled in uh, in TO. Yes. And uh and where where do you work now? I work at uh, uh Yves Veggie Products. Perhaps you've heard of Yves Veggie Dogs. I'm sure you have. I have. Definitely. <laughs> Not surprising because Ooh. they are the number one best-selling uh veggie products uh on the market. Well. Have you, Chi-Chi, ever thought about using your hearing for monetary gain? I mean, we could go to, like, what if we went to the horse track and then you heard, you know, someone be like, you know, this horse is going to win it all. And then, you know, we could bet on the horse. You could hear the inside of the horse's body and know which one is healthy and which one is sick as a dog. Look, don't even go there because when I was a child, my father really tried to take advantage of my ability. Oh, that's awful. What what happened? He uh, made me go around uh, listening to people's uh, listening to people's uh, uh, combination locks in uh, uh, locker rooms. Smart man. So you're a, like a, a safe cracker, a lock yes. picker. You're well, kidding. I was when I was a kid. He used to hide me under his coat and take me into different uh, YMCA's and oh. open up the lockers. So you basically, what kind of things would you like? I'm imagining shoes, uh, body wash, uh, gym bags. It it wasn't very lucrative. No, because people who people who work out of the YMCA are usually very poor. Mm. Um, yeah, but hey, look, I don't know what my dad was up to. I was just a kid. Yeah, that's interesting. I would, I mean, if I had a daughter with super hearing, I would have taken her to a bank or something and like, you know, do the lock on a bank vault because it's Um, full of money. Have you ever, have you ever gone to the bank? No, I do it online. Well. I mean, yeah, I've been to one, but. 
I mean, they don't just stick the safe right out there for, you know, for a guy to slip okay. his daughter in front but of. there's clearly, you know, it could have been something, some kind of safe, maybe not a bank, but something a little more lucrative than gym clothes. Yeah, your father sounds like he wasn't um, playing with a full deck, criminally speaking. <laughs> Look, don't even go there, okay? Because my father wasn't playing with a full deck. Uh, nice, Michael! I have I have nothing but respect for people who are not as mentally gifted as us. My father was um his head got run over by a a guy when he was a racer. Holy smokes, what a story. When I've heard so many stories like that, yeah. and that's why so many parents don't let their kids become racers these days. He was a racer. Oh. Um, in the, not the Olympics, but, um, it was more mm, regional. Pan Am Games? No, it was just in his town. And, He was uh, a town racer. He was in a town race, and he tripped, and everybody else raced over, raced over his head. And after that, he just, he did everything so stupid. I'm so sorry you had a stupid dad. That is a sad story. I'm really sorry. Hey, James, have you ever thought of taking up town racing and maybe tripping and having people stomp on your head? Just an idea. <laughs> oh, very funny, very funny. Burn, I, as they say. I would love if you did that. Um, Chi-Chi, uh, that is so sad. So so you had this father who wasn't all exactly right in the attic. No. and He was still really fast, though. Oh, wow. Yeah, it didn't affect how fast he was. So he's a really fast, dumb guy? He was just very stupid and irrational, but he uh, was very quick. That's that's good. He could race. He could still race really well. Uh, He did lots of things very quickly, just wrong most of the time. So, so God bless him. Wow, did he keep up with the town racing or? He raced, everything he did was a race. Wow. Yeah. He always walked around with uh, his uh, everything buttoned all wrong and um, his his shoes undone. Sometimes he was he raced so fast that he didn't have, uh, put shoes on, and he ran around with socks on all all through the town. This is awful, <laughs> but I think it would also make an amazing movie. Oh yeah, like a like an Oscar bait kind of thing. Yeah, a real tearjerker. Oh, I can wow. see someone like um, Dwayne the he Rock was Johnson. As fast as Donovan Bailey. Wow! Whoa! He could have run. He could have run in the Olympics. He clocked himself. Well, he didn't clock himself. I clocked him because he couldn't do a. He couldn't read a clock. Do you, Do you guys think that Toronto, where we're recording the podcast, do you think Toronto should? Once again, throw its hat in the ring and apply for the Olympics. I think it's I think it's well overdue that Toronto hosts an Olympia, Olympic Games. Oh my God, I would lose my mind. Could you imagine all of that noise of all the people coming here? Oh, oh Cheering, yeah. honking, yeah. walking, remember, remember, uh, competing. Uh, Vuvuzelas from South Africa? Sure. Yes. Oh my God, that yeah. would be a nightmare for you. Oh my God, oh my God. I would... I would kill myself. We would have to ask the Olympians to to sort of be a little quiet while they competed. If Olympics were done in silence, I would like that. 
You know what? I would like that too. And I think that the athletes would be able to compete better too because they could concentrate on what they're doing. You don't swim fast and talk at the same time. That doesn't make sense. No. And I guess So, you what about but I mean what about the crowd? Like I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like people are still going to want to cheer for these yeah, say our quiet athletes. Say a good old Canadian boy scores the home uh, the the home run that wins the Canadian Olympic team the the big gold medal. Is the crowd supposed supposed to just remain silent? Hey, look, it's fair. It's just like when you were in school and everybody would do the speeches and they would say, "Wait until the very end to clap so that none of the kids felt more special than the others." You just watch the game and then when it's over. You you clap. How would they do an opening or a closing ceremonies uh, quietly? Because I'm picturing what? Okay, we can get a mime or something, but that is not, frankly, very entertaining. Ballet. Um, yoga. Uh, we could have a man doing yoga as the opening ceremony act. Why don't? Why not? So, Chi-Chi, um, if I may turn the subject here a bit. Um, so, I'm curious about your personal life. Um, how long I have bet you... you are. Why do you say that? Because apparently you're curious about everybody's personal life, James the Landlord. Oh, what's this what's about? What's that supposed to mean? Look, everybody has heard the rumors that you are a pervert. Oh. What? Uh, TMZ alert, expose. Yeah, more like TMI alert, as in that's not... Michael, don't pretend that you haven't talked about this with your mom on the phone. Ah. You talk with your mom about me? Not that often. What do you say? What does he say to his mom about me? He says, oh my god, James is such a pervert. You, Hell, man. You would never believe it. Don't ever come over here because I'm afraid he's going to... Take your shirt off. It, I mean, that, oh. oh, fine, fine. I admit it. I do say that to my mom because I'm looking out for her. You're such a wuss. And I know the way you behave around women, and I would hate for you to take the shirt off my own beloved mother who gave me life. Michael, I'm not going to take the shirt off your mother. Wouldn't you? Well, if we're, I mean, Jesus, if it's a right situation and we wanted oh, to or something. But see, I obviously wouldn't just we walk go. into there your place. Go. Oh, Michael's mother's there. Let me just rip her shirt off. Come on. Listen, I hear everything, James. I know what you're up to. I hear you creeping around the floors, no. trying to reverse peep into people's peepholes. No. And oh you go God. to all the women's apartments and you reverse peep in their peepholes. No. And I hear you whispering Take your shirt off. Take your shirt off. Okay. Oh, I wish I could take your... And then I hear you going from apartment to apartment, licking your lips like this. Okay. Oh, I feel like I'm going to be so sick right now all over the microphone. You think you're going to be sick. Imagine that amplified 600 times. That's how I hear it. Okay, let me explain oh. a little something here. Um, as landlord, there's a little thing called making sure things are working. And yes, once um, in a while, I'll look in a peephole... To make sure the people isn't, so I make sure I can't see through it. You know what I mean? Because like that, I would have to replace that. So yes, I've done that. And yeah, have I said, please take off your shirt? I'm probably talking to myself because it's hot outside. Um, Michael, when's the last time you checked your peephole? Because guess what? It goes the other way. So that 
Oh, I, will, I will have to check oh, it. I don't know if that's true. Fuck. I will have to check it, and if that's the case, we'll get right on it, and we'll get uh, Jurgen to to replace it. Okay. This is a human rights issue, James. This no, is just... it's not. Um, it's not. Okay, it's not. <sighs> you know, I've written so many letters complaining about James. I've even written a letter to Mayor John Tory, but. Did he nobody respond? Cares. <sighs> nobody cares. Because he, it, nobody cares because I'm a good landlord and this building is nice. And yeah, sure. Oh, I um, lick my lips or something walking down the hallway late at night. Big deal. You know, sorry, but I don't know if anyone's going to want to hear a complaint from a superhero and a weird, you know, mommy boy feet slasher. I'm not a weird mommy boy fleet. Um, that's, that's beyond... Uh, yeah, That's, but you say, you walk around saying, take off your shirt. I want to take off your shirt. Hey, listeners, yeah, in case you're wondering what it sounds like to be Chi-Chi uh, listening to James in the hallway, here you go. That's probably what well, you sound like, James. First of all, I probably didn't say take off your shirt. I probably said, uh, take off, you sure? Or something like that, you know, uh, doing a Canadian voice. If I can hear an egg going through the tubes in your stomach, then oh. I'm sure as hell can hear you say, take off your shirt. <laughs> Chi-Chi, it's oh, okay. Oh, Chi-Chi, oh, it's okay. Look, you upset hey. Chi-Chi, James. Chi-Chi, can you give us an update on where that egg is right now in James's body? Oh, where I think- do you think it is, Michael? You just want me to... You just want me to tell you all the most disgusting things. That's what any man who wants to hang out with me... Just wants to know all the most disgusting things. They want to hear uh, about all the disgusting things that I hear all the time. I'm so, well, I, I, I've got to ask you. I don't want to be that guy, yeah. but I just was interested in knowing about the egg. Every guy that I'm ever with is like, oh, can you hear shits? Can you hear shits all the time? And yes, I can, but they think it's funny, and it's not funny to me because it's my waking nightmare. Chi-Chi, I've got to ask you... Um, what is dating life like? Are you married, dating, single? Can you hear love? I can hear... I can hear a lot of things. I can hear um, when a, a guy comes over and he, he goes into the bathroom and says, I can't handle this. And then he leaves. Like you can hear his thoughts when no, he... No, he says it in the bathroom. Like oh, my God. Your, your date says that. Yeah, he all, they almost all say that. I can't handle mm. So during the date, a man will excuse himself, go to the bathroom, and say out loud, I can't handle this. That's yes. so sad. Because they ask me about myself, and I, I yeah, okay, my life is uh, complicated. It's uh, fraught with sadness and... I guess they can't handle it. I mean, that's what they always say is, I can't handle this. Do you ever... They try to say it very quietly, but just can't say it too quietly for me. That's so sad, and I, I, I empathize, and I sympathize. What's the difference between empathy and sympathy? I never quite remember. I think empathy is a bit more... Okay. Sympathy is just like, oh, sorry. Sorry, but you don't actually care. I see. Empathy is like, oh, God, I'm sorry. You know, a bit more. Chi-Chi. Yes. Yes. If you had any advice for a young superhero listening to this podcast that is about a landlord and a tenant in Toronto, Canada, what would your advice be? Get 
hell out of the city. Go move to the country. Just go. You know what? People are overrated, and they are very noisy. I would say, you know, just go somewhere. But then you're just going to hear the woodpeckers and the worms and stuff. That's serene, though. You know? Uh, A worm wiggling in a pole? Yeah. It's peaceful. It's a lot less disgusting than listening to everybody that lives in this building wiggling in their respective holes. Do you think that when you look, when you think about it, that humans are basically just big worms? Yes. Just food goes in one end and shit comes out the other and it doesn't make a difference whether you... Hold on. I mean, yeah, Beethoven, uh, Shakespeare, Einstein, big worms, really? Uh, I'd like to see a worm write a song. That's ridiculous. Uh, Worms actually do make music. Can you... What? Can you give us a sample? I've never heard anyone say that before. Can you tell us what worm music sounds like? I'm... I know I'd like to hear. Would you like to hear, James? Yes. Well, worms, when they wiggle, it actually makes a sound that can only be heard by other worms or me. Yes. Um, uh, it makes a beautiful. It makes beautiful music that attracts other worms. Yeah, wow. What kind of is there like a style you could say it's similar to? Like, could you give us an example of? Yeah. Like, what what does it actually sound like? Uh, it sounds kind of like I don't know. I guess like trance. Trance oh music. Yeah. I love trance like, music. <laughs> wow. So worms give off a trance music vibe. Then what happens? The other worms wiggle towards it and dance or something, or? Yeah, and then they, you know, they fall in love. Is there like a DJ Tiesto worm who uh, is well known as being the uh, sort of the guy who uh, provides the the right beats for the party? Look, Michael, I, I don't know. I can't answer all of the questions about worms, but uh, I do know a few things, and I know how they sound, and it sounds like trance music. Well, next time uh, I go to the club, I'll have to uh, check the floor and make sure there are, uh, I'm not stepping on, any, uh, uh, step, stepping on any worms. Or bring some worms to the club. <laughs> uh, maybe you can do that, James. <laughs> Is trance music? I, no. I think that wherever James goes, he brings some worms, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, my God, you have worms in your body. What? Because he eats raw things. Can, wait, whoa, whoa! Are you? Can you hear worms in my body? Back up! I can hear you eating raw meat. Sure. In your and I can hear it going through your tubes. And uh, yeah, I hear the worms. Are you kidding in me? Your butt. What? Whoa! In my butt? Oh God! Yeah. Well, newsflash. Oh God! How many worms? Yeah, how many worms? Uh, I I don't know, James. I mean, I can't you know I can't count them yes, unless you... I had to look at them. Let's all be quiet. Let's be, let's all be quiet and see if you can do it. Oh. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, More I'd than look... three. Probably six. And... Oh yes, God. yes, in I've your lo- face, James. You know, I've lost like twenty pounds in the last month. Well, there you go, James. You look oh, great, but God. you're actually really sick. So, oh there God, go. it's so horrible <laughs> imagining these living Slim. things inside of me. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, can you? Ah. All right. Well, we're gonna take a little break right now while James uh, checks himself. And we'll be right back with more Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. 
Hi, this is Chi-Chi in quotations, and you're listening to The Pod Mess with um, Michael and James, Landlord and Tenant. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I'm Landlord James. And I'm Tenant Mike. (laughs) I'm just doing a little voice there. That's funny. Tenant Mike. Um, All right. We had a great interview with Chi-Chi before, if that is your real name. It isn't. And right now we're going to wind down, have some fun, uh, playing a little game. We're going to play a game called Two Fibs and a Fact. I think it's two facts. I think we should do two facts and a fib. Two facts and a fib. So how it works is we go around and each one of us says two true things and one lie. And don't worry, we're allowed to lie uh, within the context of this game, but not in real life. And people have to guess uh, what is what. So why don't you go first, James? Okay, here's the first one. Um, I love bananas. Okay. (laughs) I um, went to summer vacation. uh, I went on a summer vacation trip in the Bahamas once. Okay. And I have killed, um, I killed a guy. Huh. What do you think, Chi-Chi? Well, I know the bananas part is a fact because I can hear him eating bananas in his apartment. And I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna say (laughs) I'm gonna say that the uh, that you killed a guy is uh, the fib. I don't know. I mean, I think that you're such a heinous kind of guy. You could have killed a guy. So what is it? What is the kill the guy is the fib, Chi-Chi. Good lord. That was supposed to be very easy so that you would know how to play the game. Like, we teach everyone how to play the game. I don't know. I think you picked a pretty good one because... Oh, my oh. God. Okay, Michael. Um, all right. So it's, sorry, uh, two facts and a fib. Two facts and a fib. Okay, so, um, uh, all right. Um, I talk to my mom on the phone once a day. That is a fact. Wait till I'm done... That's the first one. Uh, second one is uh, have a uh, have a big date lined up on Thursday night coming up, and uh, here's the third one. Um, I um, I uh, I'm in deep financial distress. The date's the, the fib. date's the fib. Yes. Oh, uh, the, you couldn't trick us. What was the tell? Oh my god, uh, Chichi. Two facts and a fib. Okay. Uh, two facts and a fib. I am very tired. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of ideas for meat okay. that are not meat and... I have um, a very voracious patch of dry skin on my abdomen. What do you think, James? Hmm. I think the uh, the fib is that you're very tired. You look well rested. I agree. Oh my god. Did we get it right? No. Uh, haven't you been listening oh, to right. what I've you been talking sleep. about? Oh, you're exhausted. Yeah. And, and you never and sleep. Tired. Uh, well, next time we'll have to well, play. Wait, what was the fib? Oh, yeah. I don't I don't have... I don't have... Um, 
I don't have eczema on my stomach. Oh, wait a second, I do. Oh, so I you forgot just told to three do a fat. fib. I can't three? tell a lie. Oh. oh, well, at least you're a very honest person, and I uh, hope you see a doctor soon. Um, before we wrap it up here, um, Gigi, is there anything you want to plug? Anything coming up that we should know about? Yes. Um, sausage rolls. Ooh. Is this a new uh, product? Uh, yeah, you Vegetarian use? sausage rolls. Look out for it. It's um, a, a veggie, use classic veggie sausage in a phyllo pastry. And do you want to give us your email address? No. You, no. Why? So that you can email me and ask me out for a date to your wet apartment? So. <laughs> no. No. He'll be too busy talking to his mom. Um, okay, well, Chi-Chi, thank you very much for joining us today. I hope you had fun. Okay. Very good. Um, and uh, I suppose that's it for the show. Hey, Michael? Yeah, this is the end of uh, episode number four. Uh, and we all know a rectangle has four sides. <laughs> a square has four sides. And so it only makes sense that this is our uh, fourth, fourth episode. episode. Very good. So uh, we may as well sign off here. Um, I'm uh, Landlord James saying ta uh, sorry, what was that? Tara, it's like a bye thing. From Scot- Scotland, or? I think so. Anyway, okay. And this is, uh, Tenant Mike saying, catch you later. The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess was created and recorded by your hosts, Michael Balazzo and James Hartnett. Today's guest was Kathleen Phillips.